Welcome to the Inventory Professional Podcast, brought to you by Inventory Base, providers of industry-leading property inspection software, accredited training, and on-demand property reports. Join us as we discuss the latest news, legislation, and all things property, hosted by our very own inventory expert, Sean Hemming Metcalf. With regular special guests, listen in to our open and honest discussions about the role of the inventory professional and how to navigate through this ever-changing, fast-paced industry. Welcome to the Infantry Professional. I'm Sean from Infantry Base Academy and I'm joined again by Melissa from MGN Inventories. Hi Melissa, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Brilliant, lovely. So today the podcast is going to be coronavirus. Um, I make no apologies for that. It is a very much a topic of uh, conversation at the moment, quite rightly. It's a serious situation right across the board, you know, Every single country is affected. Um, one thing I do want to make sure that everyone is aware of, we are not, I myself and Melissa, we're not uh, medical professionals. We um, are taking the same advice as everybody else from the government in regards to hygiene and, and how we conduct ourselves in regards to you know, keeping away from people if we're not well, etc. So I, I won't be commenting necessarily on that side of things. Um, it's more about seeing how we as infantry clerks ourselves, both from Melissa and I um, run our own companies, we're doing infantries on a daily basis, I'm still hands on, um, and how we can offer our support and what else we can do as clerks to minimise the impact, make sure everybody is safe, but also looking towards um, our clients and potential impact of a downturn in work and what practical information, help and advice and guidance we can um, give everybody to just try and help really so that's our standpoint i will be putting links on for the government website the on the show notes for the podcast and i've also for those of you who have not seen already i've put out blogs and i've got some other information uh, that's practical for clerks to use should you want it and again i'll put those all on the show notes so you can pick up all that information from there so today we all know what's happening in the world we know it's very very serious but equally, we're also looking at ourselves in regards to what do we do as clerks? How do we minimise the potential for transference of either illness from one another to our clients, to tenants? You know, how are we going to conduct ourselves within the properties? So my advice so far is obviously, again, mirror what the government is saying in regards to hygiene. Um, I've been out today. I've bought um, wipes. Melissa and I were literally just talking before we started, weren't we, Melissa, about how you clean your hands and, and what kind of um, uh, wipes and um, sanitizer you need, um, which at the moment is really difficult to get hold of. It is gold dust, yes. <laughs> it, it is total gold dust. So I, I've got a, a, a quick um, idea. Um, one of the things I've told all my clerks is wear gloves, uh, latex free, so that you can still carry on and do your work, but you're not actually touching any surfaces with your own hands. Use hand sanitizer if you've got it or soap where it's practical. But I know that's really, really difficult. So something I come across today, Screwfix. I don't know if you go to Screwfix at all, Melissa. Uh, no, I, it's not somewhere that I, I'm often going to, to be honest. <laughs> not somewhere I frequent. <laughs> ah, so I might have an idea for you. So Screwfix I come across today because I'm, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm looking for hand sanitizer and wipes, etc. And I'm really struggling. So 
screw fix to a big pot of wipes, like industrial size wipes that are antibacterial you can use to wipe your hands and wipe down surfaces, you know, handles, etc. Um, but they only come in those, you know, those really big tubs, you know, the industrial size ones you get, you know, the um, bit like paint pots. Yes, yes. Uh, type of me so um so I thought well if I can't get the small ones let's get the big tub so I've got a big tub and all I'm gonna do is take all of those really naughty plastic boxes I have from eating Chinese when I probably shouldn't be yeah (laughs) I thought you would enjoy that um and I'm going to um literally just fill those with these wipes from this big tub and create loads of little tubs and they're going to put them in my my work bag in my car and just so that I've got them available also if my clerks need them then I've got some available I don't know if you'd thought about anything along those lines or if you've got any top tips for that no I haven't that is a great idea actually and you know we've all got that Tupperware drawer as well haven't we so (laughs) um that because I I was looking at different solutions and I'd even got to the stage where I thought well I wonder if um some of the sort of spray bottles if I could mix some sort of TCP sanitizer in um to take with me because finding sanitizers and uh, you know the gel ones is like we said it's just gold dust at the moment so I think at the moment it's trying to be just as you have been sort of ingenious and in finding other solutions to help us along our way yeah I mean I have to admit it wasn't necessarily my initial idea someone actually mentioned to me about um being cute and I hadn't thought about being cute because they do wipes and cleaners you know for for for, for um workers etc um but again they're really really out of stock and really busy and not much on the shelves so I thought about Screwfix popped in there today found these tubs and it just made sense and I, I'm like you probably I've got so many of these Tupperware type tubs just sat around collecting dust getting in my way but I won't throw them away because I just might one day you need them exactly and, yeah, yeah so today's the day but I thought well it makes perfect sense um and then that way then I've got something I can take with me it's portable bang it in my bag one in the car so I've always got something with me one of the other top tips I've got for everybody also is about talking to your clients um I mean have you spoken to your clients about this um situation Melissa yes so um, I, the clients, that I've, I've, when I've been popping in and we've been having sort of general chat about the situation and what's happening, um, and I've made a point of not touching keys now um, directly. So I have sort of a little plastic wallet where I ask them to pop the keys into um, and then I'm sort of donning gloves and things afterwards to touch them. So mm-hmm. we've had that kind of that conversation um, just so. And again, so I suppose it, so it doesn't seem rude because we're all aware of. <laughs> what's happening but I'll sort of say oh could you just pop them in there for me and then I'll be wearing gloves and I think that that helps alleviate some of their fears as well yeah because they see that you're doing something about it and you know trouble with keys is uh, there's so much that you can touch isn't there um they get passed from person to person so I think it's it's all of us taking those little steps but that's what I've been doing so far is when I've seen people I've just been having that little conversation to tell them really what I'm doing so they're aware that I'll be taking some action to it and hopefully you know that spurs them along a little bit as well to think about things that they might be doing. I've done exactly the same as you Um, what I did do is I sent out an email to the clients and basically said to them obviously everyone's aware of the situation what are your plans and in the same breath I also said to them this is what I would like to happen and I'm pretty much mirroring what you're doing but maybe on a little bit of a bigger scale because um, I've got uh, our clerks 
also to be concerned about. Um, and what I've said to them is, is that the keys should be where possible cleaned or sanitised. I've asked them to put the keys into envelopes with the clerk's name on the front because using IB, they already know which clerks are going to be uh, coming to them because they have the initials on the booking so they know who to expect so they can do that. That way that minimises contact with the agent and also with the clerk themselves. Clerks then would wear gloves, use the gloves in order to take the uh, keys out, use them in the property, use gloves whilst in the property so they're not touching surfaces, put the keys back into the um, uh, envelope once they've done and when they hand it back then they know to reclean them. So that way then hopefully that minimises a lot of that risk. The clients seem very happy. I think one of the things that they're more happy about is the fact is we as clerks are thinking about them mm. being proactive and we're trying to give them solutions and not problems if, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, uh, like you say, so we're not making their life difficult, but I think it's just sort of taking those practical steps for everyone. On that line, actually, I've uh, taken a step further with regards to shoes because I've got overshoe covers um, for when carpets have been cleaned and various things, times when you're not necessarily taking your shoes off. So I've started to wear those as well as soon as I go in the property because it occurred to me, you know, we're all thinking about surfaces and things that we physically are touching all the time, like light switches and cupboards and uh-huh. and all of that. But actually, you know, it, it could be transferring to shoes as well. So that's something that I thought of, whether, you know, whether it makes much of a difference. But again, it's just being taking those steps to be a little bit cautious, really. No, I think that makes perfect sense because, you know, you I, I don't know about you, but it's not until all this has started to happen that I've really paid attention to what I'm doing with my hands. And mm. and I'll qualify that by saying I know when I touch things, etc., but I've never really thought about it. And I know when to wash my hands and I probably don't wash my hands as much as I should do. And I certainly am doing it now. But now I'm consciously thinking about it, about all the different surfaces I touch and when I touch and when I touch my face or if I sneeze or cough, etc. Um, it's only at that point I've realised actually that all the different things you're doing constantly that could cause transference either to you or from you. And yeah, I mean, certainly with footwear, you know, I'm always adjusting my laces or, um, you know, mucking around with my socks. Or like you said, there's always a surface potentially to be touched. Um, so I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, it, it, again, it might be overcautious, but it's one of those things that I think it might just make a difference. Um, I, it occurred to me when I came home one time and I was taking my boots off and my hands were all over them, and then I immediately went to touch my face because um, apparently I can't stop. <laughs> now I'm mega aware of doing it. And then I thought, oh, actually, you know, I've been really aware of my hands all day, but I've not been aware of, of what my feet are doing. No, no, no. I think that's a brilliant point. And and it's not until you start thinking about it, do you realise what you're actually touching and how and when and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, if, if anything, if there's any positive at the moment to come from all of this is the fact that we're a bit more aware, we're aware of who, who we're greeting, how how we're um, touching surfaces, you know, that transference and just being a bit more aware of it. And I think also by wearing the gloves, by wearing the overshoes as well, should the tenant be there, should the landlord be there or the agent turn up, etc., you're, you're, it's that visual reassurance as well that you, we as clerks are taking every opportunity to be as careful and as considerate as we can 
you know to to you know for that property because if we've been in there then the next person could be there would be the tenant going in equally if it's a checkout the next person could be going is cleaner they're all people that potentially touching services all potential transference so i think anything we can do to minimize that risk is 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 got to be a positive yeah absolutely great lovely so obviously you've got the gloves you've got um, the overshoes you've got the sanitizers we're using the idea of like you are with the um, plastic wallet about envelopes to you know exchange keys etc to minimize things um the other one is we've actually spoken to all our clients and they are all in agreement about the idea of having no tenants at the checkout now this might be a bit controversial and i definitely want your opinion on this melissa we are in close proximity with the, the tenant. They don't know if we're ill. We don't know if they're ill. Um, we don't know what stage they might be at. And my biggest worry is that I'll either give something to them or pick something up. And then obviously then the wider transference that that will then create. So to me, it makes perfect sense that we basically conduct all our reports without the tenant present. Now, inventory, that's absolutely fine. Interim, that's not going to be possible. So that I think we will discuss that separately. Um, but certainly at checkout, from my point of view, as an impartial uh, inventory clerk, our job is to do the best report we can, not for anybody's benefit apart from the property. And the reason I say about the benefit of the property is if we get the report right on the property, then everybody else is safeguarded, i.e. from the tenant landlord to letting agent, and we're giving all the right information to the arbitrator. And that's always been my stance. But if you've got the tenant there, there's a risk. Now, that might be controversial because quite rightly, tenants have the right to be there and I'm not saying they don't have the right to be there but I've also got to safeguard my clerks and also again the the um the supply chain in regards to the agent if the clerk is then meeting with the tenant then seeing the agent and then the potential of transferring that transference that way so far all my clerks or and my clients are in agreement um and what I'm doing now is speaking to the tenants so I'm ringing them individually for all the reports we've got booked to say this is what we're doing, this is why we're doing it, and also then telling them, okay, if you've got something that you either want us to be aware of or to know how to do that, i.e. tell me now, send me an email, leave a note in the property, or when the report is shared with you, have the opportunity to write on the report. Um, from your point of view, Melissa, how, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a great idea. I know sort of tenants want to be there and I think it's that reassurance that you're not you know going to go in and blame them for everything reassurance that they want to be there um, and that they won't get unnecessarily blamed for things and I think you know in times past uh, when you are meeting them and you sort of reassure them what you're there for that you're there for the property and you're you know you're there to make an unbiased report I often find that tenants then decide to leave halfway through anyway you know once they're seeing what what you're doing they're not so worried about it um i i can see that it you know could potentially upset some tenants but i think again if they've got the reassurance that you can either tell us before or you know again they are especially with inventory base it's so easy to add your comments to that document that um hopefully that should put them at ease 
but uh, uh, you know likewise I think that everyone's sort of reading what's going on at the moment and it is you know completely justifiable that we want to protect ourselves and them so you would think that you know people would be quite sensible to that and actually it's it's benefiting them as well to not necessarily be there yeah exactly and it's and I think if it was done in any other time yeah I could understand people would be a bit well actually that's not really fair and I have my rights and I and I perfectly understand that and I think that's one of the reasons why I think you have to talk to the tenant personally so I'm ringing them I'm talking to them I'm explaining to them I'm answering their queries I'm making myself available to them so should they have any worries any concerns we can um you know get over those and and put in place whatever we need to make sure that they are reassured that this is about their safety, about minimising their risk to them, to their family, to their wider community. This is not because of any other reason, you know, to, to you know, prevent them from having their, 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 their say or, you know, trying to withdraw any of their rights. But um, I certainly have seen positive responses from them and also from the clients. And the clients have said to me, no, that makes perfect sense. And in some respects, clients haven't actually thought about that. Because, yeah. Again, this goes back to a previous podcast where we said, you know, the report just gets done. It just arrives, doesn't it, where the, where the report vary for want of a better phrase. <laughs> that's uh, it. <laughs> so that's the reason why uh, when I'm making sure that I'm making myself available to them. And the client feels the same way as me. They haven't thought about it. Um, but now I've mentioned it, they thought, actually, yeah, that makes perfect sense. The biggest problem, I think, now also is going to be interim inspections because they are tenant-facing. You are going into their home and there's potential for transference, there's there's a bigger risk because again, they don't know where I'm well and, and vice versa. And of course we're gonna be in their property. So they're quite rightly worried. I mean, how would you deal with that particular situation? Yeah, so I did have um, a number of inspections sort of interim visits booked in and for those people because we'd already agreed on sort of dates and times um there were a mixture of people being home and you know people that were happy for me to go with the agent's keys so I've sort of revisited those and had a conversation with them and just said in the politest way have have you been in anywhere are you you know are you feeling ill at all and also are you happy you know happy again for me to do it and some people have been you know fine and others actually have taken that opportunity to say actually yes like you know I know I had agreed on it but thinking on it now I'd rather you know someone wasn't in the home at this time and again it's I think it's taking those steps for them to know that we're thinking about it and giving them the opportunity to say no um, but also protecting sort of our safety and knowing you know all we can do is ask if you've been to any of the countries that have recently been affected which obviously now is pretty much you know pretty much anywhere if they've been in contact with anyone um, and how they're feeling really so um, since you know the whole thing has blown up I haven't actually had any inspections and now this week I've got some booked so uh, I think there's only sort of a couple where they've said, yeah, that's fine. And they've not been poorly. And again, I think necessarily if people aren't home, there's not so much risk as what there would be doing a checkout. You know, we're still actually touching less things in theory, you know, not opening all the cupboards and all of that. And again, if we're taking the steps to wash hands, do hand sanitizer and use gloves, mm-hmm. that um, again, hopefully it's just taking those practical steps that, it, you know it won't be an issue for either party 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the main thing is we are doing our best to help inform, to offer advice in regards to how we're going to do things and, you know, why we're going to be doing things a, a certain way. And certainly with the interim, you know, if you are going to attend, ask those questions. And I don't think, like I said, especially the way things go at the moment, it's necessarily about now, about what countries have been, because as we all already can see, it's it, there's transference within um, the country um, so it's not just necessarily where you, where you've been abroad etc um, so I think it's about informing them letting them know giving them your choice also making sure from our point of view we record that so in the notes section we make sure that they put in you know what date they've spoken to the tenant what the uh, result of that conversation is letting the landlord know or letting the agent know especially if they've refused because there's only so much we can do we can't insist on it um yes you could give them 24 hours notice and go in but then in this this particular time is that sensible is that insensitive more than mm -hmm. anything else you know could we then be looked at as so we're putting someone at risk because they don't know whether we're ill or not and how that would make them feel no different if someone's coming into your home and um, effectively uninvited how do they feel about that and um, you know all the implications that come with that so I think conversation dialogue um, you know making sure you're keeping um, a complete audit trail of these conversations who's done what when informing the client keeping everybody up to date and taking advice and um, looking at um, what other options you have, i.e. rebooking at a later date. If there's an urgent need to go in there, then again, you'd need to go back to the client and then agree as exactly what those next steps would be. And if you're, like you said, you are going in, making sure you're wearing your gloves, making sure you're sanitising anything you do touch, in regards to, you know, from your hands point of view, um, keeping your footwear on, etc. you know, minimising any potential um, touch and um, transference. And again, letting the tenant know, because this is their home. There could be children, there could be there with um, people with uh, suppressed immune systems. We don't know, we don't know the medical history. We've got no right to know that medical history, but we do have a right to be safe and also to make sure they are safe as well. Yes, absolutely. And I think maybe, uh, you know, now everything's very new um, and it's in the forefront of our mind. Um, and I, I did read that, um, you know, obviously it's ever changing, but things might peak at a later date anyway. And I think you can only do what you can at this point in time. It might need to be something that's ever evolving and we need to review sort of further down the line. You know, for yeah. example, people now that are cancelling inspections because it is so new, well, if this carries on until June or July, whether, you know, how, how we go about that really, if we need to think of other processes. But I mean, like you say, we're taking those steps to protect ourselves and clients and tenants. Um, and that's that's all we can do and just keep reviewing it, really, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Keeping up to date with government guidance, advice, adhering to that advice and guidance as well as. And like I said, keeping everybody um, informed and just, and you know, treat everybody as you would like to be treated. I mean, people are worried. It's a worrying time. There's no, there's no two ways about that. Um, and this is not something, unfortunately, that's going to go away anytime soon. So we've got to deal with that and deal with that sensitively and so protect ourselves, protect our clerks and our clients and tenants alike, you know, because we're all in it together. This is not something that's going to just affect a certain group, a certain age, um, or like I said, is going to go anywhere anytime soon. So with that in mind, the other um, part, of this podcast that I wanted to touch on was about forward planning 
um, because there is a likelihood of impact to our business, um, depending on what government restrictions uh, are given to us. And we're going to know, I think, more certainly within the next few days, next week or so, as to exactly what that's going to look like. And, you know, there's always a worry. I don't know about you, but I'm certainly worried about what the potential impact it will have on the business, on my clerks and obviously on the clients as well. Yes, absolutely. It is something that I think because it's so unknown, um, it's unprecedented, really. You know, there are conversations about the government saying quarantines and it's really hard to uh, sort of potentially know what the impact of that would be um, and really how to work around it. We're in uncharted territory. This is unprecedented time. We've got realistically no um, parallel to draw apart from using common sense and it's something I've been saying in a lot of my blogs about you know making sensible decisions not panicking not overly worrying just taking the situation as it comes and thinking okay what can I do to help what can I do to advise so certainly from a clerk point of view I sent out a, a letter to all my clerks to say okay well this is the current situation this is what we're doing in regards to keys to tenants how we're managing the clients making sure they're aware of the uh, government websites for advice in regards to hygiene and also what happens if they feel unwell to let me know because the last thing I want them to do is feel that they have to go to work in order to work when they're unwell and I'd appreciate because we're all self-employed um, you know there's a lot less kind of benefits and and government help as it stands at the moment for us so I, I get that it's worrying but equally your health or Clark's health is paramount work will sort itself out we'll get around it somehow but you know health is is, is the main thing that I'm concerned about to make sure everybody is okay you know because we, we can do everything as or we can try and um, sort everything else out as we go along but health is a different matter altogether and that's my main concern yes absolutely and and like you say you don't necessarily want people feeling like I've got to you know I've got to do this when actually the impact of that would um you know might might affect them personally it might affect other parties so it, it's being cautious really that it's you know it's not wise to be carrying on doing things when you're starting to feel ill or I think maybe as well people that have had sort of um a bit a contact with someone that potentially is undiagnosed yet but um is showing symptoms and I think it'd be quite easy for people to say oh well you know we don't don't know if they have been diagnosed with it yet and should I self-isolate mm -hmm. um but it's really thinking of you know what the greater good with that is um would you really want to take that risk yeah exactly um but I I know it's it's, it's such a balance because on the other hand you're equally worried about work being paid etc etc so I think certainly from our point of view as clerks as business owners what we can do is just help advise inform put as many safety protocols that we can in place like keys gloves over shoes reducing tenant contact as much as possible anything to lessen the risk keep um, advised in regards to current government advice make sure you keep up to date with that um, and then just look to see what else you can do in regards to the client themselves. What you know, talk to your clients, ask them what are you doing. As one of the things I did say with, you know, in my email to all my clients is, you know, what protocols have you got in place? What do you plan to do? How do you manage, or how are you going to manage the risk? Including one that I spoke to runs one of our larger 
client groups um, and they said you know well this is what we're going to do if for argument's sake someone gets ill this is where all the keys are going to go if we have to shut you know some of the offices because you know we don't have enough staff um, and this is how we're going to manage it forward and by me knowing that I can then say to clerks this is what we're going to do this is what, how <clears throat> excuse me this is how we're going to manage the situation going forward and literally just take it day by day so I think communication is one of the key things but also looking to find that uh, the balance do you yeah, yeah find the balance offer a solution think about okay what can I do as opposed to what can't I do yes does that make sense that's it I mean and because we don't know how long this this might go on for it, it is like we said taking those practical solutions where we you've got to have an air of positivity about it and yeah. almost you know that kind of English just keep going let's just carry on <laughs> yeah. take it day by day and um rather than sort of the panic inducing things that are happening at the moment it's like actually you know if, if this was a couple of days you could understand that panic but actually if this is going to go on long term then you know we need to have processes in place just to to protect everyone really yeah exactly so another option for clerks also is the fact that workstreams is now up and running so if for any reason your clerks aren't available that they are having to self-isolate or they're unwell then workstreams is a potential option for you to liaise with other clerks using the inventory-based system so that they can continue to work, um, continue to get the jobs done. And one of the things I've actually said to my clients is that I have work streams, work streams as an option and I will enact that um, as we go forward because it's a, it's a really good service. It's really helpful to be working with like-minded clerks on the inventory-based system. And it means then that our workload is still covered and that no one's actually going to be affected from that point of view i.e tenants not able to move in because the inventory's done not been done or the checks haven't been done etc so work streams is a, a realistic option and if people want more information on that again i will put the details on the show notes for that so i think certainly make sure that your health and safety is taken care of you know reduce your risk reduce potential transference talk to your clients talk to your clerks because everybody's worried so it doesn't matter whether it's client clerk tenant landlord everybody's worried to so talk to everybody offer advice where you feel able to offer solutions where you're able to um, and also just be able to listen I mean one of the things I did as I put out on LinkedIn you know if clerks much support to everybody as possible and you know if you're not sure if you just want to have a chat then you all know where I am and I'll, I'll have my contact details on the show notes as well as I hope that everyone has found some of our tips useful I hope that we've helped allay some people's fears and worries and concerns and just know that we're all here we're all in it together we will get through it all together and that hopefully this will be not necessarily a longer longer term issue but certainly at the moment I don't think it's going to go any anywhere soon so let's think about what what positive steps we can do and how we can best support each other yes no absolutely I agree I think um like you say we're all in it together let's all be safe be vigilant um help each other out have those conversations and you know uh, have a base where we can share our top tips 
um like the comments on the podcast we can say uh, things like the other shoes the sanitizers if someone else comes up with a great solution as well then um you know it'd be great if we benefit each other um and let everyone know what we're finding works absolutely yeah sharing is caring um great hashtag but it's very very true even more so um in this particular situation and um yeah let's just be very supportive see what we can do help our clients help our clerks um to all get through this and hope that not a longer term issue and just keep up to date with government advice keep your eye on all the news outlets you know follow advice and as we know more and understand more then we will be touching it on a future podcast but again what we want to do is be supportive so on that note thank you very much indeed for joining us at the infantry professional please stay safe and also wash your hands frequently Thanks for joining us this week on the Inventory Professional Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, subscribe to our podcast now and share the love. This podcast was brought to you by Inventory Base, providers of industry-leading property inspection software, accredited training, and on-demand property reports.